Right, welcome to Synthaholics. <laughs> this is your host, David Duncan, and with me... Brian! Brian! What you doing, Brian? Well, you know, right now I'm sitting here, we're going to do a little podcast, and we want to start with some news. You yes. said you have some very old news from some, the 1930s, I have some, if you would enlighten me. I have some weeks old news uh, going on right now. Oh no, someone's beaming into the background. <laughs> This uh, this streamcast is not going. To, uh, my my wife's phasing in and out of reality. <clears throat> in and out of reality. Yeah, it looks like she her her beam uh, down was being interrupted by some kind of unknown space force. Uh, force. That's what happens when you're on the bridge. Yes, the bridge is a very very scary place to be. Um, and for those who are just listening, it's video and funny artifacting happening on my video. So the the old news I wanted to bring up is that just I had to talk about it weeks ago uh, is that Alex Kurtzman has signed another deal with CBS and or I guess Paramount now I mean signed Paramount and uh, he signed a new deal with them to keep ruining Star Trek all the way till let's twenty twenty six good God. Whoa. That's way too long for him to keep messing up Star Trek. <laughs> I've liked Lower Decks so far. I haven't started season two yet. Lower Decks has been good. I assume it's good because he's had very little involvement with it. Well, I don't know much about Alex Kirkman. What? Why is he bad? What has he done? Uh, he did the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy, or that wasn't a trilogy, and was supposed to uh. spin, spin off the Sinister Six that never happened. Uh, he started to do the Dark Universe, which started with one movie, and then it flopped, and they never made the other movies for the Dark Universe. And now he's driving Star Trek into the ground. He's got a track record of bad. He's got a track record <laughs> of not finishing. <laughs> oh, now he's just doing all sorts of stuff, but it's just not good. Um... Well, you're gonna we're we're stuck with him now. Part he's of not the, going away. He's, he's not going away for a very long time. I was sad four years ago when they signed him for five years, and now they've signed him for another five years, and I'm very sad. They're gonna keep him forever. You're never getting rid of him. I need well, I need, need competent people working on Star Trek, please. please. I please. don't have too much news except I got old news too. I guess old news too. Yeah, old. Well, it's old new news. Is that uh, Skyrim's being re-released in November for PS Five? And and my toaster and my refrigerator. Yeah, it's coming out on all the Samsung smart devices, all of them. I don't know of any other ones, uh, but those are the ones coming out on. I You're going to be able to play it on your TV. Oh, you can play it on your TV too. Is this yeah, but it's just the smart TV. Like if you have a smart TV, you can download Skyrim off of it now. But will you be able to also play it on a um, a remote on a, on, a, on a Prime stick, like on those Prime TV sticks that you just stick into your TV? Maybe that you might need the updated version of that. Oh, okay, okay. And also, I want to just give a little shout out to Twelve Minutes, the game. I've been waiting a couple years for it to can't come out. You've been it finally for came years out. Years for twelve minutes. Yeah, and it took me about twelve minutes to beat. So don't play the game. It was okay. It was like a mystery game where you repeat the same 12 minutes over and over again until you solve the mystery. It took me probably 12 tries to beat 12 minutes, and I beat it 
and the story was very mediocre, and I'm disappointed, and I am sad now. That's, well, that's all the news I have. Well, that, that's kind of sad. Uh, I mean, Skyrim. It had a good cast, too. It had uh, James McAvoy was a voice actor in it. Daisy Ridley was a voice oh, actor in it. And William Defoe. That's why you've been waiting for it, because Daisy Ridley. I Well, <laughs> to be fair, I did not know she was in it until I launched the game. <laughs> oh, sure. I've well, only watched one trailer. I'm pretty sure you stalked Daisy Ridley since the first uh, Star Wars review. I, I'm not sure I have done that, but that's what I got going on. Why don't we head into our little review that we have going on? We have a review going on. Well, since we decided to watch a certain movie, which was what? Free Guy, or is it Free Guy? I don't know. It's there's, both. There's no, there's no uh, punctuation in the title. It could it's be- The Free Guy. It's, no, it's just free guy. It's not the free guy. It's not the Suicide Squad. It's just free guy. Free guy. Or free guy. Well, free guy starring Ryan Reynolds is a bank teller, and he discovers he's actually a background player in an open world video game. He decides to become the hero of his own story, one that can rewrite himself in a world where there are no limits. He's determined to save the day his way before it's too late and maybe find a little romance along the way. David, what did you think of Free Guy? Give me a number out of ten. I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna go with like seven point five. It was pretty a good. Seven point five, man. You're gonna have to back yourself up on that one. Well, you see, unlike the Suicide Squad, I was not keenly aware of the time, so I, I was. It was more enjoyable on a on a narrative flow. Um, it's not like an excellent movie. I mean, anything that I, I think you should watch more than once is going to be like eight, nine, ten. Like, this is good. You're going to watch it over and over and over again. I would say when I rate things between like a seven and a 7.5, that's probably like in the area of like, watch it once, like between like 6.5 to 7.5, watch it once and forget about it. <laughs> anything never below, it and then below that's basically going to be never watch it again. Or then don't 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 see it the first time. Um, Forget that you watched it. Yeah, that's that's probably my scale. Basically, like in the six point five to seven point five, it may or not be, may be worth a watch. Above that, it's worth repeat watches and probably buying. And below that, just like don't even time of day unless you're super. So that that's my justification for my viewing. I didn't hate it. I wasn't keenly aware of the time. Like I wasn't Suicide Squad. Well, I'm going to say don't even bother watching it. I did not like this movie at all. I would give it, like, at, at most a 4 out of 10. Really? I wow. thought it was cringy. I thought the story was very poor and mediocre. The only positive about this movie is that Ryan Reynolds was acting like Ryan Reynolds. That's the only thing this movie had going for it. Ryan I didn't Reynolds like... always acts like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's he's just like Deadpool, but, like, in real life. That's what Ryan Reynolds is, and that's the only reason this movie was bearable for me. I didn't like it because you have to make a giant leap from, like, reality to, like, this movie. There's a lot of things that, like, happens in this movie that doesn't happen in real life. Like, how games are, like, developed. And, I don't know, man. It's just, like, how the company was run and what, it just, it just doesn't work. Like I you love, don't just I go. Love, 
Well, I mean, they've got to they've got to dumb things down for for an audience and make it make it interesting. Nothing in movies is actually how it works in real life. None of the violence is actually how violence is like in real life. Like movie movie getting shot is not like getting shot in in, in the in the real world. Like it's, yeah, but it's like make it more realistic. Things completely different. I mean, you're also trying to tell a story, Brian. If they wanted Free Guy to be more realistic with the things <laughs> he was trying to do in the video game company, uh, then the movie would be multiple weeks long while they're working on the patches, if not multiple months, like eight months. Like Cyberpunk has been through eight months of patches. I loved um, the the CEO guy, Taki. Uh, what's his name? Ty- Taiki Watiti. Taiki Watiti. I loved him. He was fantastic. I I loved his acting, and I thought the movie had a lot of like really kind of meta, uh, like poking fun at things. Like it seems like a GTA Online world, but if you think about it, I think it's more poking fun at Ubisoft. Like at Ubisoft. At Ubisoft, because uh, it's it could also be like a Watch Dogs Legion type game. Uh, it's also big city open world kind of like gta the name uh of the company was like tsunami something and it was tsunami it was like it was s-o-m-e some nami or something it was like s-u-m it was something like that some sam nami but it was pronounced tsunami and yeah the ubisoft's logo is like that vortex which are tsunami you know water phenomena like you know they make vortexes i mean like it's kind of subtle um he had a French name in the movie. Uh, Ubisoft is a French company. Okay. Uh, you yeah, know, I mean, yeah, like, wow, uh, you really pulled that. You really pulled. I did not see a Ubisoft oh, I reference. Told, I told, I, I, all I really saw was uh, GTA. I can. A lot of it was just GTA to me. It wasn't. GTA, sure. It wasn't GTA enough for me because I mean, like, whenever all the NPCs disappear toward the end of the movie and they're just players, none of the players are shooting each other, and that's not like GTA at all. Because in GTA, uh, I get shot all the time by other players, and I don't know what to do. I, I'm running around trying to figure out the quest, and then just random guy comes shoots me, and it's definitely not an NPC. Okay, well, I mean, it's not exactly like I just, GTA. I just, I just thought it was funny that, like, when all the NPCs disappeared, all the player characters were like, what do we do? I'm like, shoot each other. Like, that's what multiplayer games are about. Well, bringing it back to uh, the CEO of Tsunami, who makes the game Free Guy, I just want to say that uh, he's also the guy who directed uh, Thor 3. Which and he's also... Uh, uh, what was the rock guy? Korg? The rock? He's like made out of rocks. Yeah, yeah, Korg, I think. He also plays that character as well. And isn't he directing Thor Love and Thunder? And I think he's been given a Star Wars movie to direct. So I'm really, Really? I'm really excited for that because I really liked, uh, I mean, Thor 3 was my favorite Thor by far. I really like his, I really liked his acting in Free Guy. He was, I, I thought he was kind of funny and just over the top ridiculous. Uh, I, I like I liked him a lot. Um, yeah, he does. He did a real good job at being a dick. Yeah, he was great. He was fantastic. It was, it was, it was a, a good a, dick. I, I just, I just, yeah, it was a very, good, very nice one. Um, a very nice dick. <laughs> very nice. Um, the girl. I thought the girl was fantastic. I don't know her name, but she like looked completely different from like her in game and just the glass. It was like almost like Superman. Like she had the glasses and a little bit of a different hairstyle, and she looked much older. And she kind of had to next to Ryan Reynolds. Because Ryan well, Reynolds is... Well, if they're wearing glasses, they're a player. They're yeah. not an NPC. That yeah. was the. That's how you would know if that's they were you know. an NPC or not. Yes. 
I, I thought that was an interesting uh, distinction. The um, I really liked uh, her. She was an interesting character. How she went back and forth uh, between interacting with the guy from um, uh, Stranger Things and then Ryan Reynolds. The guy from Stranger Things. Yeah, oh yeah, yes. Things. Steve uh, the Hair Harrington. The, the hair, yeah. Yes. He, he he's pretty awesome. He I want to say about uh, Buddy, guy's uh, best friend. Buddy, the security guard, was a discount Kevin Hart. I didn't like him either. He had oh. the same beard. He had the same voice. He tried to make the same jokes, and it just wasn't Kevin Hart. I had a problem with him too. Oh, he's I, scared. I thought he was fun. Man, you just didn't like anything about that. I, I thought everything about the movie was kind of fun. Well, okay, here's another problem I had with it. I didn't like that there were there weren't enough Easter eggs for me. There was some meta commentary. The best part of the movie by far was the end with Dude, which we can get into it in a, in a little bit. But there was like you know teabagging that was in it. Like that's kind of like a meta thing. It's also kind of cringy, but. It's made by 20th Century Fox, what, and that is owned by Disney, so they can just like pull out a crap ton of video game stuff, and they, they didn't really do any of that. They didn't pull out a ton of like super meta references till the very end in that dude sequence you're talking about. Uh, they showed a Mega Man arm earlier in the in the film. Hello, Samurai. We got a. He says, "Hey, look at these mad lads." How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> But that was a that was a big problem I had was there weren't enough Easter eggs in it. Another problem I had were the uh, streamers and YouTubers that they had in it just like randomly thrown in. Those are like uh, Jack Septicai. He's an actual YouTuber that is kind of I don't know. I just didn't like that they were bringing real people into this video game world like it's a real thing. I thought it was kind of cringy. They always do. They get. I mean, they, they've been getting like real news personalities doing news parts in movies for years now. Why not streamers? I mean, it makes sense for the type of movie this is. It did. Like it, it does. It does make sense, but I, it's. It just felt weird because it was like bridging the gap between, like, what's real and what's fake. Because this is content that a lot of people are going to watch in real life, like Jack Septicai and all that. They're going to watch them in real life, and then you watch them in the movie, and you also see them in the movie, and it's a fake movie? I don't know. I don't know. Like like, like Fox News people, like CNN News people, I've seen them show up in movies and, you know, as themselves in movies. Like Anderson Cooper. I guess that's true. Anderson Cooper I've seen. I can't think of other people. I know I've seen other people. Samurai is saying local anchor uh, in CR was in the Crazies remake, I think. I mean, like it's it's pretty normal for. Oh, it is it is a it is a normal thing to. I, well, it's more normal to have news news people on it. I think this this movie also had news people in it. The person from uh, Good Morning America or something. That's, oh yeah, I don't. She watch, was like the news commentator person. I've I've, rec- I recognized her. I haven't. I'm more it. okay with that because I guess I've been conditioned You're to. Conditioned. It's the same. I'm conditioned to see news character n- news. Broadcast real life people, personalities. personalities play themselves. I yeah, mean, in I, movies, but I'm not used to seeing like streamers and YouTubers in it. I don't know. It's just like there's there's a there's a difference between like YouTubers and streamers between real life actors because they're, I, they're just like different. It's a different type of entertainment. And I, I don't like them meshing together. 
I guess that's what I'm trying to get to. I mean, to me, it's the exact same thing. I mean, these are TV celebrities and these are YouTube celebrities. What's 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 the difference? <laughs> I I don't see any personally. Hey, it's it's a, I I I see where you're coming from. I'm just letting you know, like that's where my feelings are, man. That's where my feelings are. Right? It's like don't coach in my real life. Don't yeah, don't, like, co- don't don't take my movies and make them real. It's like don't don't mess up my YouTubers. I don't want them messed up. You can mess up the news anchors. I don't care about those those dudes. No, I don't watch that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't watch news either. I mostly watch YouTube news. I also want to take this a bit. If we could bring this to more meta for ourselves, is the the overall theme of this movie was there was an algorithm that was made like an AI that was made by the two characters trying to take down Tsunami. And the AI turned into like, you know, real, a real life human being kind of thing. He became data. He became data or the EMA yes. from Star Trek. Yes. I question myself is how many years before we're going to start having AI like that in video games itself? How long do you think it's going to take? I think it's inevitability. I think it's going to happen. But how long before something like that happens in real life? I think it's going to be a while. A while? What's a while? I mean, like another 15, 20 years, probably minimum. I feel okay. like AI in games has gotten worse lately. Look, 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 at, look at Half-Life 1. The, the, the Marines would actually flank you. They, worked, they seemed to work together like... The marine AI in Half-Life still hasn't been taught for me in a video game. Because most monsters in other games just kind of run at you. They don't really do anything smart. Like, those guys would actually try and flank you. So what you're saying is Valve is going to be the first one to unleash the AI power? Probably. You think Valve's going to lead the way? I mean, why not? Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, they make some cool I, stuff. I, I mean, there's... I, I was uh, my, my wife was actually looking into it. She thinks uh, that... Disney might be trying to buy part of Valve, or like you know, have uh, they might already have a bunch of shares in Valve's because they did also have like a portal gun. It wasn't exactly the portal. No, portal gun. it was it was it was referenced. I mean, it was talked about showed, just like it was a portal gun. But they showed the portals, and they were also uh, blue and yeah, orange, and they also had yeah. a gravity gun, which looked a lot more like the gravity gun from Half Life Two. Yeah, the but the only difference the from the portal gun was that it didn't look like the portal gun. No, that was all. Gun, that was the only thing. The, the gun, gravity gun did look like the gravity it gun. It did look like the gravity gun. So I mean, like, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, Disney and um, Valve together might be make ultimate AI because I mean, Disney is doing a ton when it comes to computer graphics. I mean, they make their own plugins for Maya, which in Frozen and Frozen Two, their snow animation engine for like rendering realistic snow is proprietary to them. I think they made it, but they use Maya. The 3D software, pretty incredible. I think between them and Valve, yeah, we have something's going to happen. AI apocalypse. I mean, yeah, and there was, there was supposed to be this AI, uh, this AI designed for um, with the Force Unleashed. It was like there were. I remember reading articles about it at the time the game came out, and there was, there was supposed to be this like really smart artificial intelligence arts games and. Just maybe it just wasn't ready yet, something like that. But I thought that was an interesting take because this was, this is like the first movie that I can remember or think of off the top of my head where I think it's going to happen in real life. I think eventually we're going to be encountering AI that's 
like Free Guy. I mean, I, I think I, I do think it's inevitable, but I think it's a lot further away. Oh, sure. It's definitely it's definitely a long ways away, but I think this is the direction we're eventually going to head to. I feel like video games itself, even really movie graphics and CGI, all that stuff, I feel like we're in like the teenage years right now. We're not adults. They're not adults yet. Oh no. There's not, still not. a lot more growing to do. A lot more things are going to change still. But the AI, I think that's something that, you know, we got to keep a lookout for because that's going to be more prevalent in future. Oh, so sure. I mean, I definitely think it's coming. I just think it's a long way away. I feel like AI and games definitely gotten worse. Like it, it just doesn't, it just seems, or, or it's plateaued. Like, I don't. We're just waiting. I mean, most of the, most of the thing is just things one hit kill you. I mean, that's just how they make things harder. Like, you, you know. Well, yeah, more and health, then, more, and then, more and then, damage. And then the next difficulty level, they just one one shot you. Yeah, just, there's I mean, they not, don't. So you want more flavor in your AI then? You want not just like if I'm playing on normal difficulty, they do the same thing as what they do in the hard difficulty, except in the hard difficulty, they have more health and do more damage. Yeah, I just I just want them to act smarter. I mean, I, I loved that they did that in Half Life because I, mean, I mean, all the aliens were pretty dumb. They were just charge you, but other guys really did. Sure, sure. And they, they had the ninja chicks who were like flipping and jumping and like freaking invisible half the time. Hey. Yeah, it was a good game. I, w- I do want to talk about a little bit about the best part of the movie that I think was Dude. Dude? Yeah. I think Dude was the best part of the movie. He Dude was a giant muscle dude that had Ryan Reynolds' face on, on it. It was... Uh, Oh, what's that? What's that called? When you put a mask over somebody's deep fake? Yeah, I feel like that. That's probably what they did. They just got like a super incredibly powerful, strong man, and then just deep faked Ryan Reynolds' face on it. Put roughly the same face. I mean, in the in the preview, they definitely did. And I watched Corridor Digital did the uh, video on the preview for Fall Guy. It was definitely faked, and it the preview wasn't done as well. But the movie was faked much. So during this scene, Free Guy has a battle against Dude, and this is where they had what I thought the best part of the movie was. Chris Evans makes a little an appearance with the Captain America shield when they, they had a sequence where uh, Guy takes out Captain America shield to block uh, ultimate kill punch or whatever. His no. fist turn, Dude's fist turns red, and he's going to punch him, and he blocks it with the Captain America shield. Finishing and Chris Evans... Yeah, the finishing blow. Chris Evans like, what the and, hell? Like, it was, it yeah. was great. It was abs- that I, was I, the I, best part of the movie. They I had the Avengers nice. music. The, the yeah, had that going on. And then they had a, and they, then, pulled, they pulled out a lightsaber a couple seconds later. And then they had the portal gun that looked like the gravity gun a couple seconds later. And they yes. shooting the red and purple, I mean, the red and blue portals. I mean, so why couldn't they pull out more stuff? Why did it have to be at? Did they not want to saturate the movie with references? super, yeah, references? Do we not want to make? Did they not want to make Ready Player One? Is that what you think they were aiming for? I I don't know. I mean, with with the with it being made by Fox and Fox now being a subsidiary of Disney, I feel like they could have pulled out the stops more. I don't know what like. I don't know if there are like individual things they have to pay out because I mean even if you own the overall franchise, you might have to pay a particular creator. Like for instance, Star Trek, 
there's a character named Nick Lacarno that they basically made a carbon copy of Voyager and they gave him a different name because they didn't want to pay the guy who made the character Nick Lacarno every single time name and though it's all Star Trek and everything like that. I don't know if there's other smaller things instead of Disney. Like even though Disney owns it all, if they have to like pay extra for every reference they make to the character or to you know family of the yeah that's they probably do they probably do have to do something like that so if that's the case then they probably only did a couple just to save money because the movie was relatively inexpensive it was only a hundred million dollars i mean only only a hundred million dollars but for a big tentpole movie like this for a big summer movie and the special effects were top-notch i mean i don't have any complaints about the way the special effects look the movie looked fantastic most of the movie was a green screen it took it probably took a very long time that's probably where i don't even 80% of the movie making process was you know in the with the the artists the acting probably was 20% while right. they were just like standing on a green screen for most of it i would imagine that's and they did a fantastic job i don't know what company did the designs and all the all the graphics for the movie but whoever they are they did a great job i thought yeah, exactly. I mean, like, for a $100 million movie, which is not huge for a summer blockbuster-ish type movie, it's relatively modest, because some movies are 200 mil, 250, 300 mil. It's like, you know, in the smaller of the large-end movies. And they did a great job. The movie looked fantastic. CGI never fell apart for me. I mean, granted, they're trying to make it look like a video game, so maybe the CG wasn't as hard because it was trying to look like a video game, but I... I yeah, no there was a noticeable difference between when they were, you know, in the video game world compared to when they were looking at the video game world on a monitor. There was okay. a significant difference there. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like they did that on purpose, and that probably cost extra because they had to redo the models. Like, you know, they they did a like a model of Ryan Reynolds and like that to make him look like a video game character. So, I mean, it feels like extra work instead of just showing like the actual screen on the yeah, just putting the, the screen. They, yeah. they they digitized it. I mean, that's like extra work they put into it to make it feel even more real in a way. I mean, I think they did a great job all around production. And the movie's absolutely worth it. So basically, the crux of the movie is uh, the girl, I can't remember her name. I'm, I'm terrible at names. Um, the main girl and uh, the guy from Stranger Things. The hair. The guy, Steve the Hair Harrington. Steve the Hair Harrington. They uh, developed a game together like five years ago, and they had this AI, and I guess they, they were going to get it published by Tsunami, but he decided, uh, Eki Wakata's character decided not to publish it, uh, and he just basically laid, laid them off and didn't really get money, and so she's got a lawsuit against the company for their stuff. Apparently, all the AI in the game is based off the AI they created together, and the entire world is in the game, but it just walled off. And so most of the movie, she's trying to figure out how to get back at him, prove that her code was stolen. That's basically the crux of the movie. They also had, uh, when they first introduced that they had another game, they used IGN as as an interview. I was fine with that, and I think I was fine with that because it's just another news site and not an actual, like, streamer or youtuber i, I was okay know. with I, having I mean, ign I, really you're okay with ign because to me i'm okay with ign to me it's the same thing as youtube they're just like they've just been around a little bit longer than youtube has 
Yeah. Okay. I don't know why my brain just doesn't, my brain doesn't think that that was a problem. My brain's like, that was fine. <laughs> it's just having the streamers bad. I don't like it. Well, speaking of IGN and stuff like that, you still need to get through your Mass Effect trilogy because Jessica Chobot from IGN back years ago, she's a character. She's actually a news ca- a newscaster character in Mass Effect 3. Really? Yeah. I did Jessica, not know that. It's Jessica Chobot's face. I mean, like, it's it's not great Jessica Chobot's face because their, their face software isn't, like, the best. And, you know, nine-year-old game now, but, I mean... Well, I mean, is, fun fact, she's from Buffalo. Oh, really? I didn't realize Jessica Chobot yeah. was from, from Buffalo. That's pretty yeah, cool. she's, from, she's from Buffalo. Yeah, she's, dropping. I, think she's, I think she's at the Nerdist now? Last time I saw her was she on the Nerdist video. I am not sure where she is anymore. She was on G4 for a while, and now they're bringing back G4. But that has nothing to do with anything, I don't think. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just random Jessica Chobot info. Yeah, just random Jessica Chobot info. She's from Buffalo. Oh, that's cool. We're in Buffalo. Yeah, that's Very what nice. we are. Uh, one more thing that bothered me. Uh, where they kept the servers in the Tsunami headquarters, I highly doubt they would keep such precious uh servers at the front door i don't think they would keep them there and why did they have no backups well first of all the servers <laughs> would probably be very high up or in the basement or they can yep. keep it or they can keep it cooler or yep. they'd be on in a remote server farm yeah um they placed it and have a bit ba- i don't know it's a, it was a skyscraper skyscraper's got to have like at least several stories of basements and support for like such a big building well, sure. I'm just saying this was another one of my problems. The the girl character that neither neither one of us can remember the name just kind of showed up somehow at the end. She just like walks in to the server room and tells the CEO of Tsunami like it's over, dude. This and he's like, this is the last server. Well, there's like server lights all around him. Oh, yeah, it's like this is one. it. This is the last one. And there's just a million more servers there that they're showing. I had a problem with that scene as well. Maybe the other servers are on uh, the second game that they're about to bring up. Breaking the servers for the Ah, and, yes. And Tsunami probably does have more than one game, although they are talking just about the free, uh, free City. Free Guy. Free City and Free City. Free, free City, city is their, their, their main focus. But I'm sure the other smaller game. Yeah, I do I do definitely have a... I mean, like, I don't know. I, it's a movie. I, I, you gotta turn your brain off at, at some point if for, for some movies it's suspending your disbelief. Like, most people, if if they don't work in tech, probably don't understand how servers work. But you and I... That's uh, probably why I had a problem with it, is that, like, the amount of knowledge that I have and you have in just game development as a whole, and then on top of that, we also work in that field. So... I have a good idea of how it happens in real life, and this movie did not go with that at all. So, in, so for those of you who don't know, who haven't seen, uh, who don't work in the IT, um, basically, servers are behind like at least two or three levels of key swipes, and sometimes yes. they're even hidden. Like, yes. like, 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 like. I mean, a lot of times they're hidden, but a lot of times they're like on, on hidden floors. Like, if you go into an elevator. Like sometimes you have to like do a certain combo to even get to the floor because there'll be like a B you know a sub B one a sub B two and they won't have them late. You have to do yeah. something special to get to the the, the basement. Um, you know, there, or there's multiple key cards or only several people, only two or three people, or I mean, it's more than two. But I mean, like we're, we're Brian and I worked 
he and I were basically one of like the key bearers we like, of the server room. We were like two of five people in the entire building who had access. Yeah, so, I, I mean, so, like for for someone off the street who doesn't work there, who's got no, just to walk into the server room is like, I understand where you're where you're having a problem with this, but most people have no idea. No, that, no, that, but that, I, I'm uh, just this, I'm just being really nitpicky because that's just how I have to be. It's the it's yeah. the rules. I'm usually really nitpicky, but for a movie that's just like dumb fun, like I no no issue. The movie was was a bunch of dumb fun. They had some Easter eggs. I I do agree with you. I wish they used their their licenses more and sprinkled in more Easter eggs throughout the thing. I'm sure there's a- not not a garbage ton. I'm not saying like I want Ready Player One end battle fight level of Easter eggs and you know, from pop culture, but like a little bit more would have been cooler because they had a lot to pick from. Oh, they had they had so much they could have they could have picked from, and and it was like in a small like. 10 minute scene basically or less than 10 minute scene where a lot of their big easter eggs came up was 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 the fight with dude also your favorite part of the movie what was your favorite part of the movie my favorite part of the movie i I, yeah i mean the fight with dude was fun because because again the easter that's when the easter eggs came out and that was like when i really started having fun with them a lot of fun with the movie when billy and like leaning hard into their the properties they own and it, the, if you, I don't know if you noticed the movie, it didn't say 20th Century Fox, it just said 20th Century Studios, which like did it? Yeah, it didn't say Fox. It just said I did not. I, I did like, not notice I that. Like, I was like, that's slowly the, the Disney takeover is happening. It's, it's just 20th Century Studios now. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't remember it being 20th Century Fox. It's like the Mandela well, effect. It's like, is it really? Is it really 20th Century <laughs> Fox, or was it always 20th Century Studios? Did the timeline I mean, change again with the Mandela effect? I don't. I don't. It could have. Now there is a big emphasis on bubblegum ice cream. I've had bubblegum ice cream before. I do not like it. I want to know your thoughts. I was gonna as soon as the movie was done. I was gonna ask you about bubblegum ice cream, but I figured I'd wait until now. What is your thoughts on bubblegum ice cream? I didn't know bubblegum ice cream was a thing until the movie. Okay. I've never heard of it. Never had it. Um. It's a pretty. It plays a pretty significant part in the movie. They keep bringing it up a couple times. Good old bubblegum ice cream. Oh, I mean, Ryan Reynolds was obsessed with it because the hair was obsessed with it because the girl was obsessed. I mean, like it was a it was a big round thing. The guy programmed a guy uh, to be everything he wanted to be, and basically programmed him to be himself. He was pining after this perfect girl that he was working with, never showed. So, I mean, it was like a love story and everything. I kind of wish they didn't do the love story thing, so they could have, like, trimmed a few minutes off the movie. But, I mean, it was, it was fine. I mean, people like to have that. So They also left it open-ended for another movie if they wanted to, because they, they kind of do start a new studio at the end. They could show us more about this AI that they're going, because I think that's the most interesting part of the movie was, you know... The AI becoming sentient. I mean, I guess. Um, Samurai said he's pretty sure he saw some other movie recently. Had- so I'm not crazy. So so they did change. Okay, you're not crazy. Some some studios to Fo- from Fox's studios. Um, I actually, Kaylee, when we were wa- driving home from the movie, we went and saw it at the drive-in. Kaylee was looking up, and apparently they are planning a sequel. And I don't understand where any. Tension or come from in a sequel. 
Because, I mean, everything was resolved. They got the game back from Tsunami. They are... I mean, they didn't show they didn't show the court scene. Maybe they'll do that for the second one. I mean, I guess, but I mean, like, I, I just feel like without any kind of like tension or, or some kind of problem, there is no movie to have. So they're gonna have to like invent a reason for stuff to happen. Like the other night, Kaylee wanted to watch like Mount Maleficent two, and so half the movie is just trying to like come up with a reason for itself to exist. For, yeah. It's yeah. just like I don't like movies when like half the movie is them trying to set up the problem that was never ended in the first place just so the movie can exist. Sure. And, um I mean that definitely could happen if they end up making a sequel for this movie. I again I still think the most interesting part of this movie was the algorithm and them starting a new studio using this algorithm. I think they if somebody smart can write a, a story, maybe it could be good. But I doubt, I doubt, I think I, I already didn't like this movie, so I don't think we're going to be, you know, stepping up to a greater movie here, but Into a better it could be sequel. wrong. Yeah. And, and granted, this movie was, I mean, I'm not saying this is like, go buy it, go binge watch it a hundred times the movie theater. I'm not saying that. I think it's definitely worth seeing at least one. We'll you think it's worth going to the movie theater to see? Not wait to like rent it for $2 on Amazon Prime or video? I mean, like, I mean, it's worth seeing at some point. I, I don't know if you have to rush out and see it, but it's definitely worth watching at some point. If you like video games and want a relatively enter- entertaining comedy. I mean, I, I thought it hit the marks. I mean, I understand it's making you cringe, and all the times it's making you cringe is taking you out of the movie. But for me, like, I w- it was easy for me to just suspend my suspension of disbelief because I do know how these things work, and I know if they showed how they actually worked in the movie, it would make the movie longer and on out. And boring. It would be a lot worse. It the movie be, would definitely would be, a, be way worse. It would be a worse movie if they showed how it actually worked. So I, I was fine with the liberties they took so the movie could keep rolling. That's just how movies have to be. I mean, that's how sure. all the historical movies have to be. You have to make up extra drama for historical movies to keep the thing rolling because if they just showed the movie how it actually was, it's like guys staring at a map for like 16 hours like, hmm, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. And it's like boring stuff. Like, war is a lot of boring stuff behind all the shooting and stuff blowing up. There's a lot of planning and strategizing. Like, movies have to flow a certain way for them to be entertaining. And this movie flowed better for me than Suicide Squad, where I wasn't looking at the clock every five seconds because the scenes were so choppy. Movie flowed well. It told a story. Spectacular. Entertaining enough. It was relatively funny. Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds is always pretty good. I liked the CEO of Tsunami. Food was awesome. When they did pull out Easter eggs, it was fun to see. I definitely think they should have been sprinkled in more, but not overboard. I feel like, you know, uh, you know, Goldilocks syndrome. This movie was too little. <laughs> this one was too it was little. Just in the, it, was, it was in the livable habitat. It, it was, it's like, it's like this, this was not enough. And then Ready Player One was too much. And then we need the one that's just right. And we haven't gotten that just right amount of It's going to be Free Guy 2. It's Free Guy 2 is the one you're looking for. That'll that'll be the just right amount of references they can can put in. Um, I think it's pretty great that Ryan Reynolds, like, found out who Ryan Reynolds was, like, 20 years ago. And he's just been the same character since. Inside movies, outside of movies. He's just been the same guy for everything. It's like watching Deadpool everywhere. I get a kick out of Ryan Reynolds. They're 
they're different actors who are pretty much the same in every single thing. Yeah, but the thing is, they like. I I don't know. It's, Ryan Reynolds feels he's so he's he's like a charming guy. He's just like a charming guy. You know what I mean? Like yes. not he doesn't like turn it on or off. It like you watch an interview with him when he's on some interview with some. I don't know, late night talk show. He's the same guy as he is in Free Guy. It's so, like So basically every single time he has an interaction, he's got a natural twenty on charisma roll. Yes, that's a exactly what he's doing. He's rolling a natural twenty all the time. Every single every he's got a loaded dice. And that twenty on every time he talks. He's a charismatic guy. Yeah. I'll go I'll go see a I'll go see you free guy too, even though I didn't like this one because I like Ryan Reynolds. I like Ryan Reynolds too, and this was this was a, a fine movie. It was it's definitely worth Unfortunately, Brian says it's not worth seeing, except he's going to watch the second one anyway. Well, I'll watch anything. I'll watch it all. I don't care. I'll watch everything. I got to keep up with the video game industry, man. Video games, yeah. Um, yeah, video games and movies. <laughs> yeah, um. I mean, we're, we've kind of covered everything that I that I wrote down. That's good. Um. Movie, uh, Ryan Reynolds is fun. Uh, I, I hope they are they doing a Deadpool three. I think they're just starting to film it now. That'd be good. Oh, oh, oh I was gonna, I was going to ask you, have you seen the Expanse, Brian? I have not seen the Expanse. Is this something I have to watch? It's a good show. It's a really good show. I, I enjoy it a lot. Space uh, science. No. My my one big problem with the expanse is that the 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 lead character. I mean, there's like basically like five main characters in the show. It's kind of like Firefly, where you've got like you know the core crew, and they're yep. all they're all kind of main characters. Uh, it's like that, except the guy who's like definitely like meant to be the lead, Holden. Uh, the actor that plays him, he's a good actor, but he doesn't have that natural twenty charisma that Nathan Fillion has, that Ryan Reynolds has. And so it makes the first couple of episodes of The Expanse a little bit hard to get into because the leading man does not have that natural 20 loaded die on charisma every single time he says something. So it's a little bit hard to get into at first, but the show is absolutely fantastic. It's definitely worth watching if you like sci-fi. It's- so you want to, you want the, him to be replaced with Ryan Reynolds? Uh, he could be Ryan Reynolds. He could be... I mean, I'm not saying he should be replaced. I'm just saying, like, I, I've, I've heard people have issues getting into The Expanse. Because um, <laughs> I've heard people say uh, uh, they have a hard time getting into the show because I'm not sure if it's because of him, but from me watching it, I can see it'd be probably. And Samurai says, to be fair, Book Holden is also kind of a weird bastard. Well, I mean, you're not wrong, but for a TV show, um, I don't. I just feel like the it, the the lead needs to have a lot of charisma. Like William Shatner, tons of charisma for Star Trek. Um, you know, Patrick Stewart, ton of charisma. Nathan Fillion, ton of charisma. Ryan Reynolds, charisma for days. And this guy, he's a good actor, but he doesn't have that charisma. And so I can see uh, people falling off in Expanse quick. They can't get past that. But if you can get past that and watch it for the story, it's a fantastic show. Ryan Houston. Where is it on? Is it on? Amazon. Where is it? Okay. I will watch it. Give it a watch. Yeah. All right, but I think that's it for Free Guy. Thanks, Sam Rye, for coming on and chatting with us. during. The- yeah, during thanks, the- man. 
Appreciate it. Samurai from Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Samurai Majuru. Uh, he's had that name since long before Cyberpunk. Ah, gotcha. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank Tune you in next much. time when we don't. When we'll talk about something else. <laughs> in two weeks, so we're aiming for every other Saturday for our live podcast stream, and then uh, we'll take a short break, and then we'll probably be jumping on some satisfactory together for that. So, yeah, if you want to hang around, uh, we'll we'll be here. So, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, reach us at all the normal places. Check out our show notes for you know, find the website. Follow us on social media. I'll, Brian doesn't social media very much. I'll, I I manage that mostly. I don't have social media. This is the most social media I get. This is as social as Brian gets. <laughs> yes, this is the social as I get. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you all for watching and listening. For those who are listening, live long and prosper. One and all.